0: You've been working hard all semester. Summer's on the way, but you just have one big final hurdle. The final exam. Are you ready? Let's talk finals prep. Hey, welcome to Hyper Academy. It's a ruthless world out there. How do you step up and stand out? You do it by getting your mind right. That's what Hyper Academy is here to explore. My name is Ryan Fields. Thank you for joining me today. Very excited to talk finals prep. But before we get into that, I wanted to give you a free gift. As a thank you for joining me on this All Access show today, I wanna provide you with a one-page guide. A guide that will allow you to reduce stress, reduce anxiety, reduce those butterflies that may well up inside your body when you're getting ready to take a final exam, when you're getting ready to maybe make a speech, when you're trying to do something that's very important. There's a way to lower your pulse, to lower your blood pressure, and to lower your anxiety by just doing something that takes 10 seconds and three steps. It's my guide that will take five minutes to read. Once you read that guide, you'll be able to implement this and improve upon your capabilities from here going forward. Completely free, my gift to you again is a thank you. Go to hyperacademy.mykajabi.com slash 10 seconds. hyperacademy.mykajabi, slash 10 seconds. I have the uh, link in the notes for you below, but again, thanks for joining me. Let's talk finals though, that's why we're all here. Finals is up there with some of the highest stressors out there, I think you might agree. Speaking in public, grabbing that microphone, maybe getting ready to do a dance recital, and sitting down to take a final exam where everything is on the line. You either have to sink or swim. That is a very challenging situation. There are ways for you to improve upon your ability to perform in that moment in ways that we can talk about here that really fundamentally improve upon that that concept. I'm not going to teach you how to study for the exam. That's something that you'll obviously have to do and have to get in your head. But getting rid of the nervousness the negative self-talk and that doubt, that's a really big thing. So if you can take advantage of that, that's something that will really help you out specifically. So I was looking around and I found one gentleman um, that has a number of blogs online. His name is Daniel Wong. He has a 25-step guide to reducing your anxiety during finals or in preparation for finals. That's absolutely fantastic. I'll link to it in the description below. Highly recommend you go to that. I picked out about six of my favorites though, and I wanted to dive through that with you and talk about what Daniel says, and then expand maybe a little bit on some of the things that he talked about that he didn't dive deeper on in his blog in particular. So let's dive directly in and and talk a little bit more about what Daniel um, is is, uh, discussing and talking about um, in his blog and on this article. The first one of the six, take a short walk Now this is something that might seem, you know, a little bit antithetical, but taking a short walk, even for 10 or 20 minutes, um, it can get your mind out of the um, trap that is thinking about the finals. It gets you out in the outside going for a walk and it just allows your mind to unwind. It's absolutely fantastic. I try to go for a walk once a day, whenever possible, especially living in the Colorado area, wherever I can get out and it's not too cold. But going for that walk, especially in the advance of that final, um, will definitely help you out. So that's one of David Wong's, and this is one of his first um, uh, list on there that um, he definitely suggests doing, and I couldn't agree with him more. Second, get some sunlight every day. You always hear, oh get out, get some sunlight, get some vitamin D. If you can expose yourself to sunlight, preferably on a walk, that will massively improve upon your well-being and your body's ability to build up that serotonin level inside your system. And it will improve upon your mind's ability to think and it will clear out some of those dark clouds in your mind. So walking outside, and then uh, getting some of that sunlight, getting some of that serotonin level up in your body, even five to 15 minutes will absolutely change things up. One thing that I really picked up on with David when I was reading this article specifically was how to do deep breathing exercises. And he talks about belly breathing, he talks about focusing on your breath, and that's an absolutely fantastic tool, and that's something that I focus on here specifically at Hyper Academy exclusively from a beneficial perspective. So deep breathing is also known as meditation. Now I know meditation can have a bit of a negative connotation sometimes, hear me out though. Meditation is the art of training your mind to think about one thing at a time and then noticing when your mind gets pulled off into a different direction thinking about something else and then bringing it back to the present moment. It gets pulled off, brings it back to the present moment. You can kind of see how this might be beneficial to have your mind trained to notice when it's been wandering when you're taking a final exam right you've got a time limit to keep to and if you can notice when you've been staring at a question thinking about the cute guy or girl down the a row from you for the last three minutes notice that put that to the side and then come back and focus on the task at hand So exercising your mind via meditation and breath work is absolutely critical for you to be able to perform better during that final exam. So how does meditation work? Meditation is extremely simple. I know you've probably heard about meditation being something that's extremely uh, diligent and you have to have a special bench and you have to have a bowl and you have to have a bell and all of these different things, but that's truly not the case. Meditation is very simple. If you can, find a quiet place Find a comfortable chair and then try not to be disturbed for the time that you're going to plan to meditate. I would suggest starting off with just two minutes to start. Just get yourself used to it. Find a timer on your phone. Use a bell or some type of chime that isn't too jarring for you to jar you out of the meditation. Something that's nice and easy and set that timer. Set it for two minutes. As soon as you get started, all you do is get yourself comfortable and then just focus on your breath. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. You can leave your eyes open or closed. I typically close my eyes. And then just focus on your breath. In and out. In and out. Inevitably, no matter what, even within the first few breaths, your mind's going to get pulled. Your mind is a monkey mind, right? It's a tornado. It gets pulled to this. It gets pulled to that. It gets pulled to all kinds of different things. And the benefit and the whole point of meditation is to notice when you're now not focusing on your breath. Notice that thought. Acknowledge that thought. Don't beat yourself up over the fact that you've started thinking about something else. Bring yourself back to that breathing. Notice a thought. Bring yourself back to breathing. That's it. That's meditation, that's all there is to it, right? Not too difficult, but again, you're training your mind and exercising your mind to think about the fact that you're looking off or thinking about something else, noting it, and then getting yourself back on task quicker, right? So meditation is a fantastic opportunity for you to prep for that exam. Again, just two minutes and longer if you have the time and the availability to do so. The fourth thing that um, that Daniel Wong spoke about specifically was practicing mindfulness. Now mindfulness is a fantastic practice, but it really goes hand in hand with meditation. So mindfulness um, specifically is the art of focusing on one thing at a time, bringing your mind into the present moment while you're not doing a meditation, right? So if you and I are having a conversation back and forth today, and you can see my eyes starting to glaze over Right? I can nod, I look like that, I'm listening to you, but you can pretty much tell that I've completely checked out and my mind's thinking about something else. Bringing myself back into the present moment to our conversation, just you and me, is a very difficult thing to do, but that takes mindfulness. It takes bringing yourself and acknowledging what's happened, bringing yourself back to the present moment, right? So mindfulness is the act of implementing what you've been practicing earlier during your meditation. So when you're taking that exam, you'll be able to look at the question and notice that your mind's wandered away and bring it back. But now that you've got the benefit of knowing sooner, as your mind starts to wander away, you can bring it back, focus immediately. The benefit of that is you are not allowing your mind to forget via short-term memory what you were thinking about, working on, or solving. You start to go pull away. I'm leaving, I need to come right back. And now you still have your train of thought and your short-term memory to be able to continue the problem solving or essay or whatever you are doing right? in this. So it's critical being mindful and being in the present moment to be able to take advantage of that. So again, something to definitely think about. The other component to this is multitasking. Have you ever heard somebody say that multitasking is impossible to do? It's just physically impossible for the mind to focus on more than one thing at one time. It's absolutely true. And I've actually got an entire video specifically talking about multitasking and how multitasking can't be done and what the alternative to multitasking is. So check the link in the video description. I'll put a card somewhere up here for you as well so you can check that out if you're interested. But multitasking is not possible, so stop doing it, right? The benefit is the opposite of multitasking is single tasking. So if you're focusing on one thing at a time and you're not allowing your mind to move to something else, then you're able to facilitate finishing that one task. Kind of sounds a bit like mindfulness, right? It's the exact same principle. It's the exact same concept. We are not multitasking. Thus, we are being mindful in the present moment. So stop multitasking. That's going to be a great one. And then finally, Daniel talks about using positive affirmations. And this is one that's um, been talked about quite a bit. Can you repeat positive affirmations in a powerful way to calm yourself and to calm your mind and to bring about some confidence in yourself, right? So repeating some positive affirmations. I have prepped for this exam. I am prepared for this exam that will help to bolster and improve upon your confidence. But I wanna take positive affirmations and soup that up to 20, right? There is a concept and there is a uh, field of study brought about by Amy Cuddy. She wrote a book called Presence, and Presence is all about how does the body facilitate bringing about a more positive, confident, stature towards what it's doing. If you look at animals as an example, you can look at one animal that's say a gorilla, an alpha male gorilla, it's broad-shouldered, it's sitting up high and tall, and it is not taking any crap from anybody, right? And you can tell that that alpha male gorilla means business while at the same time, you've got the submissive gorilla in the other side who wants nothing to do with that alpha male. They are curved up they're protecting their neck they are submissive making sure that they know that they are not trying to challenge that other gorilla same with dogs right have you seen a dog that's broad shouldered that's really positive that's really confident and then a submissive dog tail between his legs ears back all of those different dichotomies in the way that animals work the alpha male in this case is much more confident and powerful and has the ability to perform better than the submissive one by virtue of the fact that their stature is larger and wider and open. Their mind takes that stature and projects that forward so that they can perform better. And you know what? It works for humans as well. If you're able to, in advance of taking an exam, open your posture up. Amy Cuddy calls it starfish up, right? Open your posture as wide as you can sit like a superhero, all of those different things will be able to provide an immense amount of positive affirmation and positive confidence in the ability to perform better when you're feeling nervous or you're feeling like you should be in a submissive state. So utilizing presence is huge and absolutely something that you could definitely think about doing when you get ready for that exam. So those are the six things specifically that Daniel Wong talked about. But how are we gonna put it into practice? You're coming up, it's finals week. Starting tomorrow, you have exam after exam after exam. What is the step, what is the stages that you need to follow to be able to perform at your best for this exam? Let's talk about it, let's have a little schedule, right? In the morning, the morning before the exam, hopefully it's not a 7 a.m. exam, right? What you wanna do, in my humble opinion, is wake up early and sit down quietly in some place and take a 20 minute meditation. Do 10, but if you can do 20, that will absolutely supercharge your mind and supercharge the reps, the multiple reps of getting pulled away and coming back. Sit for that 20-minute meditation. It's going to feel like a long time, but your mind is going to be supercharged to be focused on the task at hand for the duration of the day. Go for a walk after that. Do a quick walk in the sun. You're going to kill two birds with one stone from Daniel's uh, blog talking about getting exercise or doing just a walk, also getting the serotonin levels, getting that vitamin D, giving your mind and your body a little bit more uh, cohesive energy from being outside. And then start practicing some mindfulness. Remember that guide that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, the first just breathe? guide that you'll be able to get for free talks about a very simple way to bring your mind into a present state and lower the pulse, lower the anxiety, and lower the ability for your body and mind to not focus well. You do that first, just breathe. You're focused on the present moment and you're ready to get to work because your pulse rate and your anxiety is down, right? So get in a mindful state. And then if you find your mind getting worried or wandering, another first just breathe and come back to it, right? So something to absolutely think about. Presence, this is the fun one. This is one of my favorite ones actually. When I get ready and especially when I was with the fire service and I was taking exams to promote to a new level, they crank the stress level up to 10. It's designed that way so we can kind of mimic what it's like to be on a fire scene and managing an incident. So before that, I of course would do the meditations, I would do the walk, I would stay outside, I would do the mindfulness exercises, but most importantly, I would do my presence, starfish up, my superpower, pose as much as possible. The benefit of this is you can do it without man spreading, so to speak, right? You don't need to be in this weird, expansive posture with a bunch of people walking at you and watching you. You can actually focus on something even if you're just uh, waiting to go inside. Stand in your superhero pose and pretend like you're looking at something on the wall, right? Pretend that you're looking at some art or even while you're talking with friends, instead of talking like this, closed up, talk in an open stature and environment. Wait to sit down, stay standing up. Just give them the excuse, You know, I'm a little nervous, I just wanna stay standing up. Keep that posture open as long as possible. Even two minutes will absolutely help. Bonus tip, go into the restroom, find the stall, close the door, and really stretch it out. Do it for five minutes. Nobody will know the wiser. When you come out, your body will be more confident, it'll be more capable, it'll be more poised, and you'll be ready to crank out that exam because you now have that confidence of the the gorilla or that dog or anybody else that has that powerful posture, right? Presence is absolutely key as you're moving forward with that. Right before the test starts, they hand out the pencils or you're getting ready to get on the computer. You're sitting down, do that last first just breathe, focus, and now you're ready to rock your exam and do that again for the next one and the next day and then hopefully if you like you can uh, implement some of these practices on a daily basis it helps for anything not just exams hope you found this uh, information uh, helpful and beneficial please do if you're interested pick up that guide again a one page five minute read it takes 10 seconds to complete. Once you're ready, three steps that will immediately lower your blood pressure, your pulse and your anxiety levels so that you'll be able to perform better on this exam. Again, completely free guide, my gift to you. Head to the link below in the description hyperacademy.mykajabi.com/10seconds and appreciate you joining me today. If you enjoyed this, we've got a lot more great content to come. Give a subscribe or at least a thumbs up if you did enjoy and we'll see you on the next hyperacademy all access show. Good luck on your exam. We'll see you later. Thanks.